I'm a father of two and I love my babies more than anything in the world. I can't possibly overstate how important they are to me. This is deviating a little bit from my general theme of video games and maybe uh, somewhat racing. Um, a news article I had seen earlier was talking about a father that was out on walking around on foot on the freeway and was struck and killed by an SUV while out there looking for a favorite toy that one of his kids had dropped. I had responded to some of the comments that people had made on this uh, on Facebook and I'm pretty sure I've probably offended a few people with my comments. I guess I can't really help that though, I'm just, I tend to be um, brutally honest. I'm not a liar, I'm not very good at sugarcoating or telling people what they want to hear. Um, but I, my kids are very important to me, I'm very sensitive with the issue of uh, children. Um, one of the comments, uh, or types of comments I've seen, uh, probably more than one person had made it, was suggesting that if the toy was that important to the kid, they wouldn't have thrown it out the window. I feel like, especially when people are commenting on news articles on Facebook, that they're bad about not even reading the article in the first place, and whether or not they do, are bad about just running with assumptions. In this case, the assumption seems to be that the kid deliberately tossed a toy out the window, and that might not necessarily be the case. And I think people that have children might be able to understand where I'm coming from with this. Uh, I guess, first of all, I imagine what is very likely in this scenario, uh, the parents tend to be up front and the kids are in the back seat behind the parents. So they don't really know maybe what led up to the toy being dropped out the window. Uh, I think people tend to just describe it as the kid tossed it out the window, even though the kid might not necessarily have meant to toss it out the window. Uh, my two kids have particular toys that are more significant, more important to them than the other ones, mean more to them uh, than the other ones, and they often take them with them. My daughter in particular has a special plush dog named Pancake. Now, they both have several plush dogs, but this one in particular means more to the family, and my daughter especially, uh, than any of the other ones, and she takes it with her pretty much everywhere she goes. She can't take it to school, but it's on the car ride to school and then is waiting for her to get off from school. In the past, when we go to places like a carnival or a fair, uh, we've ridden on rides together, my daughter and I, and Pancake has come on the rides with us. Now, you know, it's easy, I think, to imagine if you're getting whipped around on a ride, the possibility of losing uh, the toy, not on purpose, but possibly the toy dropping from the ride. Now, if you imagine a kid playing with a favorite toy in the back seat as they're driving down the highway, you know, to me, it's not inconceivable that you know, they might have the window down and maybe they're playing with the toy. Maybe they're flying the toy outside in the wind blowing by the car or whatever. And then maybe the wind, they underestimated how strong the wind would be or they lost the grip on it for whatever reason and dropped the toy not intending to throw it out of the vehicle but accidentally dropping it maybe while playing with it. I'm afraid that a lot of people grow up and forget what it is or what it's like to be a kid, how it feels to be a kid, the mind of a kid, the mentality of a kid. I am a fairly empathetic person. I tend to kind of get inside of the, the mind of people close to me. I tend to share in their feelings. 
I like to feel that I'm somewhat in touch with my kids and the mind and mentality of my kids, the experiences my kids are having, the, what they feel. So this kind of brings me to another type of comment that was made that um, if my kid had dropped it, we're not going back for it. I would think that's easy for somebody to say if they don't have kids. And then some parents, I mean, not all parents are the same. Uh, some are quite a bit more callous uh, than others. I remember years and years back before I had a kid talking about, well, if and when I have kids, this is how I'll raise them. This is how I'll deal with these scenarios. And it's easy to say that before I have the kids. And boy, was I wrong. Um, I, I treat them differently than I ever would have imagined. I handle things very differently than the more stern approach that I imagined I would have had before having kids. Now, going to the example of my kids, there are toys that, like, if they had somehow ended up uh, dropped from the vehicle, the kids would be mildly upset for a little bit, but it's not the end of the world and they would move on. But if it's one of them, like Pancake, that is really important to him, and my son has one that's not maybe quite as important to him as Pancake doesn't go everywhere with him like Pancake does, but uh, he has a red panda that was fairly special to him. If something like that had went out the window, it would be heartbreaking to them. And I, as important as they are to me, I mean, it upsets me just thinking about talking about it. I'd have to go back and try to get it. I'm sure there's people that would scoff at that, roll their eyes at that, make whatever kind of faces at that, and not understand why would I want to go back and do that? Why is it that big of a deal? And I feel that some people get that and some people don't. And if you're somebody that gets that, I, I imagine some, uh, there's people that would hypothetically be listening to me right now, nodding like, oh yeah, I totally get it. I understand I do the same thing. And I imagine there's a lot of people that would be potentially hypothetically listening to me right now, shaking her head and rolling her eyes and making expressions like I'm uh, ridiculous. And if you're the latter, there's nothing I could say that would ever make that make any sense to you. You get it or you don't. But with my kids, I know how much something like that would upset them. And I don't want them to have to deal with that heartbreak. And I mean, if it took me all day to go back and find it, I would do my best to go back and find it. Well, then there's another type of comment along the lines of, well, you know, he's out there risking his life over a toy. Wouldn't his life be more valuable to him, uh, to, the, to the kids, uh, than their toy would be? And of course, yeah, but nobody's going to be out there expecting that they're going to get hit by a car while looking for the toy. I wouldn't. Uh, I would be banking on being safe and uh, hopefully finding the toy, might not find the toy, but at least trying to find the toy without getting hit by a vehicle and especially getting hit by a vehicle and dying. That's obviously not part of the plan. So I'm sure the father that was out there desperately searching for his favorite kid's toy didn't count on getting hit by a vehicle, never would have thought that that was realistically going to happen. I'm sure he thought for sure he'd be safe enough and careful enough and not get hit by a vehicle and die. But I know that there's parents that are a little bit more stern and strict and a, you know, a bit more hardened and more callous um, that 
were just probably still shaking her heads at me. No, there's no way. That's ridiculous. It's stupid. There's no way I go back and do that and risk my life for a toy. And those people will never be able. And I, I don't mean this as a, a criticism. I know it's just a difference. Is it's a difference of opinion, um, perspective. Um, but those people won't ever be able to understand the people that do feel that this is important enough to go and um, try to find that toy in this scenario. But then there's several people that comment on stuff like this without even having, without being parents yet themselves, without having kids, and without being in that scenario in the first place, you don't really have an adequate frame of reference to really understand what it is to be in that circumstance. It's easy to talk about a position that you've never been in before. Uh, deviating a little bit to an example that pops into my mind, um, I remember watching programs or reading about people that were in really desperate situations that ended up resorting to cannibalism. I don't mean some tribe of pygmy cannibals in the African Congo or something. I mean regular people like you and I uh, that were in really bad situations, starving for extended periods of time. They ended up in desperation and uh, eating other people. And people, again, rolling their eyes, shaking their heads. Oh, there's no way I would ever stoop to something like that. And it's easy to say when you're not in that scenario. How many of us have went for weeks, a month or more, starving to death without a single morsel of anything, any shred of anything remotely edible to consume? I'm a picky eater. I mean, there's regular foods, a whole grocery list, a long, long list of regular everyday foods that I will not eat. But I imagine if it's been a week or two since I've had anything to eat, I'd probably start getting a lot less picky. I mean, like hot dogs or cheese. I hate hot dogs, cheese, ham. Uh, I mean, a whole lot of stuff that normal human beings eat. And But if I haven't eaten in two weeks, those things are probably going to start looking a lot more appealing to me. Now you fast forward uh, 40 days down the road, you haven't eaten anything. I mean, anything, a dead rat or um, a friend that passed away a couple of days ago might start seeming a lot more tempting. Until we are actually in that scenario, we can't really rightly comment on what we would or wouldn't do in that situation. Getting back to the original subject, though, of the father that lost his life looking for his child's toy, he gave up his life for a beloved child. And don't think for a moment that I wouldn't do the same thing. Now, I wouldn't die over a toy, but for my babies, I definitely would. Now, this brings to mind another argument I think I didn't cover yet, um, was that why not just simply... I mean, if it's just a toy, why can't you just simply buy a replacement toy? I guess going back to the example of my daughter's beloved pancake, they don't make that particular dog anymore. Now, my kids already have several other dogs, some of them fairly similar, but they're not the same. It's been several years since her particular one, her favorite one, was manufactured, and it hasn't been manufactured since. Even if I was to, uh, to find a replacement that happened to be identical to it, it still isn't technically the same one. It looks like it, but it's not. It's not the one that went with her everywhere, every day, 
that slept with her, that went to events with her, um, on rides with her, that shared in all of her memories with her. But I don't know, I suppose if I'm going in a direction with this in some way, it might be that I would like to see people maybe back off on judgments and criticisms of people in situations that they can't fully understand. Um, people that don't have children can't honestly appreciate what somebody that does have children, what a parent would do in a situation like the one addressed here. I know people that have lost a child and then um, I remember a co-worker that lost one go back to work and uh, sitting there on break in the break room listened to a woman bawling over a cat that had passed away and how difficult it was for her, how much the cat meant to her that it was like losing a child. And she's saying these things next to somebody who actually literally lost their only child. And however much pain it might feel to you, um, I mean, it might be very real pain, don't get me wrong, but I can't imagine with a straight face suggesting that what they felt for the cat would in any way be comparable to the level of grief that somebody lost over, um, felt over the loss of a child. Now then there are people that are parents that do have children that would still jump in and say, well, I wouldn't do that for my child. If they lost it out the window, it's tough. They should learn from this or whatever. But I guess not all of us are created equal, that some of us are more sensitive um, to our loved ones and other people in general, more empathetic. And I suppose it would be difficult for somebody that isn't so empathetic towards others and feels the pain and, and um, of others might have a harder time appreciating, uh, you know, like if their child had lost something really special to them. I suppose uh, trying to describe something like this to somebody that has no real frame of reference would be kind of like trying to describe a, a rainbow to somebody that was born without sight. Somebody that's never seen a rainbow before and never even was able to had the opportunity to see anything ever in their entire life would probably have difficulty visualizing something that you're describing to them when they've never been able to visualize anything. But I suppose that somebody dying trying to find a child's beloved toy is difficult for many people to understand. But being difficult for people to understand doesn't make it automatically stupid. Our inability to understand something doesn't necessarily mean that that something is stupid. We just may not be in an adequate position to get it.